Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Rants and Tangents podcast with Daryl Smith Jr., Shayla, and Ray Parker. And hey, y'all, are we? Do y'all want to get straight to it, or y'all want to go through the pleasantries? Mm-hmm. We have to start with the pleasantries. So how y'all doing? Good, good. Life is good, B. Shay, how's uh, life since grad school? Pretty since weird. The, uh, oh, Daryl gonna start the episode by burning some. That's how you start the episode. Fade, that's 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 how you start the episode. Let's cleanse the air real Let's quick. Cleanse the atmosphere. It. Make sure everything is vibing at its proper See, frequency. I, w- I would have brought out the uh, the can the uh, lamps. What are, salt lamps? Mm-hmm. But uh, we can't get picked up on the camera. Oh, okay. Yeah, we got to burn some seeds. I put one in my calm down um, area mm-hmm. when I made it for when I was a student teaching. And Mike, my professor, because I may had to take a picture of it because we had to have, like, evidence of what we've done or whatever. Mm-hmm. He was, like, really concerned about it being in a second grade classroom. Why? What are you going <laughs> to do? like, it's a rock. The kids yeah. are going to throw it. I was like, they're oh. not going to throw it. They see it as a lamp. If they see yeah, it as a lamp, it's they plugged throw up. It. It's like a cord to it. Uh. They did, however, ruin right. stress balls. How? How do you ruin a stress ball? Popped it. One of them stole one. Oh, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, so. That's children, so, I guess. What's up with you, Ski? I'm good, man. Just taking life a day at a time. You was just scored. Touchdown. Mm. I'm not going to, I'm not, yeah, I'm not going to celebrate right now. I'm just going to keep my composure. So that's why I'm distracted right now. I'm kind of worried about the Eagles and also making sure I share this on all my platforms before we get the show fully started. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, mm-hmm. life is good, man. I'm I'm making it. I've been making it a uh, priority to not complain, to just take things as they come. So with that to being not said, complain, you said to not complain. complain, complain. Yeah. So I'm just taking life as it comes. So I don't have no complaints. Um, Life is good. I woke up. I'll just say that. I'll start there. That's always lit. As for me, I'm doing well. Not looking forward to going back to work tomorrow. I took off last Thursday and Friday. Just never enough days. Nope. I need need a three-day weekend every weekend. Hmm. I think the work week should be four days by now. well, Philly just passed the fair work week bill, and so that's the thing. People will be getting uh, their schedules two weeks ahead of time if you work in certain industries. Not really what you were saying, but I'll just throw that out there. Mm-hmm. Tune in to Philly politics. But all right, let's get into I it. Had, hold on. I had a conversation last night. I'm sorry. Right. Real quick. But So I was talking to um, Leaf about the whole 20% tip thing, right? And oh yeah, okay, twenty percent all the time, not every time. No, but my thing is, you know, these are just. This is not like a rule. This is just a s- ideal standard set mm-hmm. by people who want to profit off of you. Right. So don't be shamed or feel bad that you didn't tip twenty percent. You paid the prices as they were on the menu. Maybe if their employer wanted to actually pay them minimum wage instead of trying to cut their wages and seeing or insinuating or assuming that the customer should pick up the rest and make up for whatever they're going to get is just not really cool to an effect because if you work at a 
maybe if you work at like a, a high-end restaurant where people are a little more wealthy and tend to tip more, I get it. But if you work at a chain restaurant like Red Lobster, same standards don't apply. Like, So I tip according to service. You got to earn a 20% tip. Your standard tip is 18%. Shitty service is 15 and below. I'll give you more than 20%. I don't know what you're going to do to have got that for me, but you must have done some spectacular things to get more than that. But quality service, I'll definitely give you 20%. Uh, just average service, you'll get 18 from me. Below average service, 15 or lower. My thing is, I don't want people mad at the customer for helping them get the minimum wage when their employer should be. Sure. I also, See, I used to be a server. I was a server at one point one summer. I always got quality tips. It's all about you as the server. If you want a quality tip, you got to earn it. Everybody don't got it. I just assumed that if you came to the restaurant, you had the money to tip. And so you do what you got to do to get that tip. Check on them. See, for me, it's like if you haven't checked on me, yeah, don't I think that you're about to get oh, absolutely not. <laughs> like, if you bought my food, and now a lot of these restaurants, it's, your server's not actually the one bringing your food. It's somebody else. Yeah. So if you didn't even like, bring me my food. Tipping? It's like 50 people that came exactly. to the table. Like, who am I really tipping? Who's getting this tip? I think it's just for the experience, though. It's like, all right, if everybody did their job, if everybody was to a certain level, then I think it's a group effort in making everybody happy and providing that experience. Sure. I don't know. But, yeah, I just had a conversation about that. Like, nigga, don't feel bad about, at the end of the day, these standards are set by people that, I mean, if I could set my own standards for shit, I'd be saying 25% too. Like, fuck. <laughs> Another sidebar. Remember chicken and pizza? a quarter of the total cost of my meal? That's crazy. I give you one-fifth of the total <laughs> of the cost of my meal. It's just, I think it's still. Like going out to a restaurant is already low key absurd. Like the amount of money you spend on that thing, you could have like fed your family for a few days or a week. cooking at mm-hmm. home. Mm-hmm. So to add gratuity to it, or like, you know what I don't like? If it's five or more people here. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Six yeah. or more. You yeah. Just gratuity, mm-hmm. as uh, tip. That's, that's. So three people gotta sit at different. Three people at this table. Three people at that table. All I'm saying is, don't put the pressure on the clients, the customers, to get your employees to minimum wage. How about you pay them what they're supposed to get paid to work, and then we can still tip them, and they make walk away with more money. Yeah, I would like that, that more. What was the what thoughts went into that? Like the wages of um, a waitress. Yeah, of servers. It like, was a loophole. The... Yeah, it was tip based services. Mm-hmm. You tip, well, when you used to go to a barber, did you tip your barber? Sometimes, yeah. Um, is it was just a standard for me, like you know what I mean? It was a twenty-five a cut. He charged twenty, but I used to pay twenty-five. Tip your mechanic? Never. Like, what services should we be tipping for? Honestly, I just tip, I'll tip anybody <laughs> who gives me great service. Honestly, I don't know because Never tip the guy at the halal truck. Never. I have plenty of times. I, who do I tip? I mean, but outside of restaurants, that is. I don't know. I I take people that prepare my food very seriously in, in terms of I appreciate a good a great meal. As far as my mechanic goes, uh, you tell me your price, I'm paying it. That's it. I don't haggle. That is one thing oh, no, I don't fuck do. Fuck that, I haggle. What are you talking about? I'm not a haggler. So if you tell me what your price is, 
that's what you're getting. I'm not going to try to talk you down. Now, if I know you're inflating some shit, I'd be like, I'll call you back. You know what I'm saying? But I'm not going, I don't go back and forth with people. I don't got time. I no, shop around. I know how much sense should be cost. Should that's what I'm cost? saying. Yeah. I'll have one. Listen, I want as little as possible for everything. I let people play themselves, though. You'll know at the end of the day. Like, obviously, I'm going to inflate the price on the first time and see if he try to have, oh, you expected a negotiation? No, you just won't get my business. And that's the thing. I mean, that's still haggling to me. That I is haggling. I, let it's me just, call somebody else first. It's a one that. That's haggling. Yeah, it's a one-sided negotiation. It's because just you like, can stop me. I've had it, but like, wait, 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 no. We can actually do this. We can do that. I'll call that haggling. Yeah. I do that with cell phones. Any service I get in my house, cell phones, internet, I haggle. Well, let me call Comcast real quick and see what they're offering. Right. Oh, no, see, we got this... Uh, extension or this nonsense. Yeah, give me all that shit. I want all the rebates, all the discounts. Give me all that. Right. Nah, that's, that's a good rule of thumb. I don't know. Always have one. People comment already? I know, that's what I'm looking oh, at now. Oh, shit. Always yeah. I was about to go on right, What are we talking about? Uh, that's my aunt. She went today? to a restaurant and the waitress spilled water all over her and she was nonchalant about it. Like, her apology was like, uh, uh, No, I need you to be dramatic if you spill yeah. something on me. Right. But, so she didn't get a tip, and she got her meal for free that time. So she didn't tip her any. I think, but it, it went beyond the waitress. If I remember the story correctly, it went beyond the waitress. Like, right. somebody higher up had to come because the waitress was just like, uh, whatever. Why are we See, I'm and good so, for trying to get some uh, uh, meal for free. Not even a meal for free, for like... Getting whatever I can get. I'm with you. You, I'll you gotta, yeah. I'll talk to. The, I want to talk to your manager. I want to talk to everybody. I've been in several situations where I've had to talk to the manager, where I've had to call somewhat what you would call a scene sometimes, just because the service was that bad. Do you guys talk to the manager when the service was that great? I have actually. I have, but, but I that's when the manager the walks manager. to the table yeah, and say, yeah, yeah, "How's yeah. your meal going?" It's just like, yo. Everything was magnificent. It usually is a supervisor when you go to a certain level of restaurants that walks around mm-hmm. and addresses all of the patrons at that time. And that's my time to really express my pleasure with the meal and tell them, yo, everything's out of bounds. But then every now and again, somebody's just out of pocket. See, if I feel like I got to talk to your manager, it's just like, you're really doing a terrible job of really getting me what I need and giving me the service. That's it. You can just give me average service. You'll get an average tip and we move on. Right. Yeah. Cause I'm not I'm not hard to please. I think I'm fairly easy. I've watched people <laughs> cause a scene over an eight ninety nine mil. <laughs> so <laughs> like That's part of the reason my mom doesn't like going out with um like if you go out to eat like for a family function or something, she does not like it and she'll most times refrain from it because she doesn't in the hospitality field, she just thinks people can be so malicious and so disgusting. She's like, if one person sends their meal back too many times, some shit's going to happen with my food, and I had nothing I to do with it. I believe shit like that. And yeah. she does, so she doesn't, like, it's not her jam. She does not like going out in situations like that. She'll do, go out with my dad to eat, you know, go out with us to eat. But it's people she trusts. beyond, like, a More bigger party is not her vibe at all. Have y'all ever heard of speciesism? Who? Before I sent it to today. I did. It's speciesism. so funny. Oh, oh, yeah. That's why I sent that video. I was no. actually talking with a friend, and we were talking about that speciesism. Speciesism. <laughs> I knew it was a real thing, because when I was spelling it, it, it didn't autocorrect. Up. Yeah, it popped right up. I'm like, what the hell is I've never heard about it no. until today. 
when I am listening to a program and PETA put out a list of things that they don't want us to say anymore. Just like everybody else. We got racism things we don't want to say anymore, sexism, classism, homosexism, and then we got speciesism and whatever else. So instead of saying things like kill two birds with one stone, Peter wants you to say feed two birds with one scone. Instead of saying things like be the guinea pig, Peter wants you to say be the test tube, be the dead horse, feed a feed a horse, bring home the bacon, bring home the baguettes, the baguettes. Baguettes. <laughs> we in America, we don't say baguettes. Take <laughs> take the bull by the horns, take the flowers by the thorns. Who's grabbing a flower by its thorns? Anyway. Because, like, this changing of the sayings, like, changes the saying Yeah, it, it takes it away. takes the substance of yeah, it. Yeah, don't beat a dead horse. Can't, you can't It's a meaning it. behind it. It's a meaning behind it. All to switch it into feed, uh, feed a fed horse. Oh, I said it wrong the first time. It's feed a fed horse. What? Why? Don't what? feed a fed horse. No, it is feed. It's to feed a fed horse. It says, feed a fed horse. I know, but that's because they don't say, they didn't say, don't feed a dead horse. You say the full oh, thing, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, 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 ah, That's just stupid. But all right. <laughs> the reason why I'm bringing, we, I uh, sent this to the group because last week I did kind of a social experiment. I wanted to get some backlash for saying, and I won't say it this week. Say it. All right, for saying faggot. Uh, I said it intentionally. Rick Ross said it in the What's Winning, and I said it because I wanted to see what the reaction would be. And there was little no reaction, and I understand why. It's the people that listen to our podcast aren't really... There are some homosexuals that listen to our podcast, this I know to be a fact, but they aren't... They, they know me. They know it wasn't with malicious intent. So I kind of felt to get the kind of backlash and debate that I wanted to start. So I wanted the debate to lead into this week. We're going to still have the conversation, but I said the word and I didn't say it with malicious intent. For now on, I'm going to just say baguette because <laughs> I, I was saying I don't like maggot. It's kind of I don't like maggot because other people say it. And I don't like F maggot because I feel like it's saying too much. I like baguette. I was trying to think of other things that rhyme with agate, baguette. I'll take that. All these isms are really starting to bother me. And all the political correctness is making me, I've been, and I've said this before, but it's really bothering me, man. It's really making me feel more conservative. Yep. And it's like, I don't want to feel this way. Yeah. But Peter can kiss my ass. With all disrespect, <laughs> but that's that's what I'm glad. I'm, I'm really glad that Peter did it because it kind of just supports how I'm feeling. Because it's like now we can take it. It's just going to keep going further. And I'm just further. not going to spend my life walking on eggshells. And 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 to harp harp back on the point that you made about saying faggot, I just don't say it at all. I just took I, I just really took the vocabulary. notion out of my vocabulary. Period. But if I do feel it. Like, if it's going to come out and it comes out, I'm unapologetic about it because I know where it's coming from. See, I don't... A part of me is like, I don't want to get Kevin Hart nine years from now. But at the same time, I'm like, I kind of don't give a fuck. I feel confident that if I run for political office nine years from now and this comes up, 
I'm gonna say I said what I said, and I'll support what I said. And it's I'll not play even this that. Episode. Or you're in a different space. Like allow you the opportunity to, to grow. grow. Yes. That's all I'm saying. If somebody did something and and then we changed that behavior and they've shown a different display of behavior, yet we want to go, oh, we can't get you today. Oh, we can't get you from last year either. We're going to dig up some shit from 10 years ago to convict you of of a crime. It's just like y'all being weird. I'm all about holding people accountable for their present and to a a large degree their past. Yeah. But I think when I'm scrutinizing somebody's past, like I, I was a hoe. How far can my partner, how far am I going to be willing to allow my partner to scrutinize me for my past hoism? Mm-hmm. I feel like it's all in the same ballpark when we, because we're talking about the past. As I long as I haven't like hurt nobody, we're not talking about hurting. I feel like we use, we should use our past to, or if we have to use our past, it should be to understand why a person is the way that they are. It's not, you're not going to hold me to nothing unless it was something that was hoism. Unless you screwed a bunch of people that was really close to your lady. I mean, it has to relate in some way. You know, like, uh, Direct connection, something. You know, you're thankful when a guy, you know, got that whole period out the way before you got to him. You, you You should just be thankful that it happened. Let's not say, oh, you can go right back to it. Like, nah. Let's not do that. Let's not. Let's just move on. Let's move forward. Let's not help people be insecure. Because that's what it is. That's all it is. Now, on the isms, I feel like we are going down a crazy rabbit hole. Mm -hmm. But there are certain isms that need to be in place. But who makes the call on which ones are acceptable and which ones are not? And then we... We get to this space where we're just like, ah, and we just walking on eggshells because it's like, what do we do? I, I I completely agree. Like I do, I do feel like there's definitely a space, right? Mm-hmm. We should respect people. We should honor other people's feelings. We should honor our feelings. Mm-hmm. But let's just use. Let's just stick with the term, baguette. We keep with that one. Say I say, if I say it is not right, it's politically incorrect. If a homosexual says it, just says it, it's not a problem. But if a homosexual calls another homosexual that word, then it's a problem. If That's I insane. say nigga, it's, too, it's confusing, bro. But then I call you a nigga, it can be a like it's it's too, it's too it's confusing. Just, I don't want to play these don't, games. It's just yeah. too much. And so I feel like, listen, I say what I say, you say what you say. If I call you something, I think that's a bit different than me just speaking. Like, I don't know how offense, how much I should care if somebody is offended by my speak versus what I'm directing towards a person. Mm-hmm. I understand. If I directed it towards you, you have every right to be offended. And I should take that into consideration because I'm addressing you. I'm directing something towards you. But if I'm just talking, maybe if I'm just talking to my people. I should be able to talk the way I want to talk. And so, yeah, I'll give the space for the racist people to say nigga with their people. I'm not there to police them. Mm-hmm. The fuck am I supposed to, like, what am I supposed to do? What am do I you supposed want to walk into every racist person that has ever said nigga and just start punching people? Like, and, and that's and that's what I'm saying. We have to have a safe space. Everybody, even if you're going to be ignorant about some shit that 
or say some things that might offend other people. When I'm having dialogue or having conversations with my friends, I might say something that could be offensive to women, not to offend them per se, but it may be insensitive. Because mm-hmm. that's how I'm feeling at the moment. It's not massage, it's coming out. I felt like I was comfortable to talk to them. That was just a space. Now, if we correct each other in those spaces and we can correct our behavior, we're having a conversation. I feel safe to say that. Expand my mind. But at the same time, help shape my perspective. We're policing, like everybody's policing everybody. I think the world is getting to a point where everybody's just uncomfortable with being themselves. And with it, if it boils down to controlling the population and controlling the way everybody conducts themselves, then uh, so be it. But I just, living in a world like that for me is just not a world I want to be a part of. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to be a part of that type of world. But it, I think it's just it's so much that gets to be questioned when we start having these conversations. Because, again, where do we stop it? Like, where did it begin? But how, where do we stop it? Where do we say, all right, I want to draw the line here. This ism is acceptable, but that ism is not acceptable. <laughs> like, what do we do? But so, and then that goes into our, even our prejudices. Like, we have prejudices about everything. 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 That's. But it's, 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 it's just a discrimination of sorts. I discriminate when I think about who I'm going to deal with. I discriminate when I think about the friends that I want to have. I discriminate when I'm, I'm going for jobs and I say this job isn't for me, but this one is. It's a discrimination. Constantly. I love your examples. I love your examples. Uh, yeah, that was perfect. Constantly. I love your examples. But then you get to a point of saying, oh, this prejudice is out of line, right? Like, I was watching something and the example was, you know, transgender people are who they are. We accept them respect them, whatever. But if I am a woman that says I don't want to be with a um, transgender, transgender, a transgender man, man, you're wrong. I'm wrong, but I want to have children. Oh, y'all know I want my son. Y'all right. know I want my son. Right. It doesn't, like, biologically, it doesn't make sense for me. That doesn't mean I think any less of you or anything that's just my Preference. It's my it's it's and my presence. Take... It's my discrimination in that moment. And they're trying to make you feel wrong for that. That's what's pissing me off about yeah, this what's whole thing. Pissing me off too. Yeah. So I have to be. Ex- Listen, I I don't have to accept everything. I can be tolerant of things, but I don't have to accept everything. Mm-hmm. Everything don't gotta be for me, fam. It's just ridiculous. It's boiling down. Is it's getting to a point where they're forcing us to just be uncomfortable and dislike people that choose alternative lifestyles or just everything because we got to eggshell and tiptoe our way through life and try to condition ourselves we lived in a world prior to this that wasn't even prepared for that i i can say consistently throughout my life that i've always been a person that if whatever choices you made was your personal decisions i won't infringe on that just don't bring that shit my way mm-hmm. which you do i still look at like these conversations are safe spaces. Your bedroom is a safe space. Meaning, who you choose to who you choose to lay with at the end of the night has nothing to do with me, unless it's my woman mm-hmm. or the person I decide to sleep with. Other than that, do your thing, Wody. That for me, we don't have to talk about it on a broad stage. Now, as far as marriage goes, that's just the government meddling in people's shit. Yo, we can talk about that. But outside of that, do do you? I'll do me. But when you use it as a weapon. Like, I'm mean, out these dudes that's undercover, that's when it becomes a problem. Because what happened to Dwight Howard? 
That's that's a See, prime like, example. I don't want to make this all about uh, the LGBT community. They're just a hot the hot topic right now mm-hmm. because of the word choice. But we see it being weaponized. It's not that people, I don't know, I don't really think people are as offended as people make them make themselves out to be. Depends. It's always going to be a person who is just that sensitive to everything mm-hmm. or to words or to this or to that. But in general, and speaking of a larger community, I don't know how sensitive people really are. I just, I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear this. I don't want to hear that. I've been to multiple LGBT trainings put on by the city. They're quality trainers. I enjoy the trainer. Her name is Erin. Can't think of her last name. She's great. She's amazing. She tells me not to say these words. But you know what? When we were sitting in the last training I went to, with a bunch of, it was me and a bunch of professionals and all social workers. We work with all types of people, like the whole demographics that are in Philadelphia. And they said, she was saying, they don't want to hear shemale anymore. They don't want to hear hermaphrodite anymore. They don't want to hear faggot anymore. They don't want to hear a bunch of words. Like it was a list of freaking words that we're supposed to not say anymore. And they want to be called this. And you have to respect them. And she was teaching us what, Damn, I'm not going to remember all the terms, but uh, cisgender and all these gender terms. I'm just like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. The LGBT community is telling me what I can't call them, but they have now decided that they can label me cisgender, which basically means you're just normal. Or you just like normal shit. So you were born as As you are wanting to be. The gender that you physically are so <laughs> you, your mind as you were born a man saying. yeah so you have the mentality kiss my that ass want to be a man i'm not oh, trying to learn all this shit. I, I really don't for care for me it's not even about the learning it's i'm not curious about it old people got because it. i first got introduced to cisgender <laughs> and calling like say you start saying i don't want you to refer to me as a man i want you to refer to me as we and us <laughs> And I saw that on, uh, I first got introduced on Shameless. And I really had this battle in my mind, like, would I even be able to remember if I have a bunch of people around me saying, I want you to call me they, I want you to call me us, mm-hmm. I want you to call me she, but you really look like a he. Like, I'm not going to remember all these fucking labels. I thought we were supposed to be trying to get away from all the labels. Now we're going fucking head first into all the labels and labeling everything and everyone. Mm-hmm. I just, I'm uncomfortable. How about that? I'm uncomfortable. One thing that when we was talking about it, it was a black woman. She was like, all right, well, what if I say for now on, I want to be called queen and everybody better start calling me queen since I got to call everybody else what they, or at least everybody in the LGBT community, what they want to be called. So I want to be called queen. Ain't nobody about to call her fucking queen. Mm -hmm. Not, not nobody that. Just walking, no, you know what I mean? Not me. You know, <laughs> like, who, you, know who guy. Did, you know who did the best about getting people to call her queen? Queen Latifah. Uh-huh, name that shit. Queen Latifah. Hey. That was the best, that was the person that got everybody to everybody call her queen her before queen. it was popular to call our women queen. But nobody just call her, nobody just call her queen. It's Queen Latifah. No, people do be, just call I'm her queen. I'm sure at once in a, but in general. <laughs> I've heard people just like, yeah. queen, and you queen. Know, we got queen coming up next. Like, who the hell's queen? Queen Latifah. You got to put the Latifah on it. Hey, man, that's the ghetto, because it's ghetto. Her name Latifah, but she a queen. Hey. I'm with it, though. 
I'm just over it. I am too. And even though we over it, we getting deeper and deeper into it. For Peter to put out a list and, and say they can kiss my ass is a thing. And we really need to start. First off, you're not going to ask me to stop. Yeah, you're not going to stop. You got. You're not on, until humans man. are treated accordingly. We're, you're not going to make me care more about animals. We're then, all animals. Like they, we, I literally had this conversation. The minute human beings stop thinking like they're fucking animals, we will die off. We're everybody's animals. We have to. Animals have to be eaten because of population control. Fuck the whole. Oh, animals have feelings. We shouldn't do this. Our shit would be overpopulated. That shit is not just with humans. They have to die. Why would they just <laughs> die in vain? Let's eat them. Like, let them have a reason for dying. It's the circle of life. Lion King really has that shit on point. Thanks. We're all animals. Right, so what the fuck? Like, animals don't go around saying, oh, these humans are being super mean to me today. No, they don't do that. We can't personify everything. We can't do it. We, it's impossible. We're we giving the animals feel. That's what the cartoons do. That's what Disney did to us. <laughs> Seriously. We blaming Disney. We blame. Once I blame we Disney animals for Peter. A voice, we went down the lady dark, in the tramp, the Lion King, motherfucking Bambi. What else oh. was an animal movie? Yeah, that was see, oh, you see what I'm saying? <laughs> we humanized Everybody animals that we eat. Babe, Charlotte's Web. People felt bad for Charlotte's Web. What else was an animal movie that we? Felt? I like Charlotte's Web. I didn't say you didn't like it. What I said is it humanized animals so as though we cared about animals' feelings. Now, I'm not going to lie. My dog has feelings. I know 100% <laughs> I mean, they she have has feelings. feelings. Yeah, I, don't, I don't think, I'm not going to say that animals don't, like, they do have feelings. Like, when you see a, a female, like a mother, I don't know, dog with her kids, or like, they have feelings, right? But we can't, I don't Equate know, we just can't, we ours. can't. But then you get into this slippery survival slope of, of like, like uh, Darwinism. Yeah. I don't mind don't having that thumbs. discussion though. <laughs> no. Have opposable thumbs. Because we've evolved to be the dominant species on this earth, so that makes us the apex predator more than anything else. Sorry. We're animals. Sorry. But fuck Peter. Kill three black people. Kill three dogs. What's the outrage going to be about? The dogs. Motherfuckers love their dogs. People love their dogs. dogs. Fuck that nigga, but you killed my dog, bitch. It's a problem. I I was watching something, and they, like, went to a gun range, and they, um, so they're shooting at the, whatever the joint is, and then somebody brings a picture of a dog in, and they're shooting at the dog. People went crazy. At the dog target. They were like, oh, you need to get this man out of here. He is ridiculous. He's shooting at a picture of a dog. He's shooting at a picture of a dog. A picture of a dog. I mean, they lost it. Like, they went to talk to the manager about it. It was absurd. These, that's. Where do you get attacked by a dog? (laughs) Then your whole feelings about a dog will change. I don't got no. Listen, last night, right, I'm walking into the crib, and it's this cat that looks identical to my cat but it's a boy cat so he got a bigger head than her but anyway he's sitting on my step literally with the you remember on shrek when the cat had the googly eyes Mm -hmm. and he's sitting there staring at you like giving me those it was cold as shit outside and for a second i'm like oh the fucking cat then i thought get your punk ass you done raided my trash can two weeks in a row ripped my bag open get your bitch ass off my step i cursed that cat out chasing him away 
But at the same time, for a second, I felt a sense of compassion for the cat because it is cold as a motherfucker <laughs> out here. It was hawking because I'm trying to rush the kids. And I was like, hurry up, hurry up, get in the house. And he's sitting there on my step comfortable like, can you please let me in, brother? Like, <laughs> I'm trying to level with you today. I ain't with the bullshit. I ain't going to rip up your trash bag. I promise, nigga. It is cold. Let me in. It's like, hey, get your punk ass off my stuff. I have no sympathy for cats. <laughs> I hate my cat. <laughs> I hate my cat. I hate my cat, too. My cat eats fucking paper. See? Cats are weird. And plastic. My cat what peed f- in my bed before. Oh. Yes. That cat would have been dead. See? My cat, I hate my fucking cat. Why? At least out the house. This, and this bitch, her name is Charmer, number one. And she charmed me. Mm. I will not lie. Like... Power the pussy. This bitch, I walk into the fucking dog pound to get her. It's, first off, my girl picked out a three-legged cat. I'm like, it was the cutest cat in the world. It was. All black, beautiful, shiny coat. Can't catch me with mice. What do I want a cat for if Thank you can't you. catch mouse? Thank you. Very verbatim what I said. She cute as fuck. She can't catch no mice. What usage do we have for her? And she can't get away from the dog if my dog tries to eat her because I don't know what this relationship is going to be like. This has got to be like a... You know, because I wasn't sure. It was an introductory phase. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But anyway, so I get Charmer. My dog, I mean, my cat, she was so pleasant, real mellow, chill. She's literally looking at me through the cage. We make eye contact, beautiful golden coat. I'm like, oh, she cute as hell. She come out, jump into my arms, purring and shit. I'm like, oh, yeah, this bitch coming home. She cool. Dog, I ain't going to say she the cat from hell, but she close to it. Like, this bitch is very vindictive. She does shit, and I still can't figure her out to this day. But one thing I will give her, and she's better than any cat I've ever had, this bitch catch some mice mm-hmm. with with no effort to the point that she eats these motherfuckers. So she's very diligent in hunting them because that's, like, I guess a snack for her. It's like, <laughs> it's like hors d'oeuvres. <laughs> so this bitch is like, I'm going to get me a motherfucking mouse today. Well, Ray, what I'm going to say is, per Peter, please do not refer to me <laughs> as dog, all right? It's offensive to dogs and it's offensive to me, all right? I'm not a dog. See? No, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, I'm with you. <laughs> like, I, I don't care. If I cared, I wouldn't respond. See, that's one thing. It's not one. My dad told me plenty of shit. But that's something that I can take from what we all probably heard. It's not what they call you. is what you answer to. Mm-hmm. So, like, can we remember that? Can we all recite that? Woo side into Woo-sa. our psyches and system. It's not what they call you. It's what you answer to. Motherfucking call you anything. You're going to get a reaction. You're going to give them a reaction every time. You become the weak person. You To a person that's standing 5, 10, 20 feet away, you look like the crazy person. Because the person that calls you something like, Lee, is calm. You reacting. You and your feelings. You and your emotions. You look like the crazy person. It's not what they call you. It's what you answer to. I'm with it. I've been called all I'm, types of names. Me too. Can I go back to this... The, the, the part about uh, Kevin Hart and, and the Dwight Howard situation, too. Yeah. And people weaponizing, you know, their sexuality. Mm-hmm. And so, y'all all been on a function of mine, right? So, y'all know my, my folks, one of my cousins is a cross-dresser, right? Yeah. I didn't know she was your cousin. He, she, I don't know. Grew up with him. He's basically my fucking cousin. Uh, yeah. 
That's what shit, he that. shit, whatever. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I've, a, never, I'm a, I've had many we conversations with yeah. him, but I've never. He's never. She. They never told me what. The, he never said anything. <laughs> I don't know. Don't even worry about it. So anyway, but you've been to several functions, right? Yeah. They're tolerable. Yeah. I you don't feel talk. uncomfortable, right? You fine. Yeah. You have conversations, a right? Person. Person. I'm gonna treat you as such. Respect. Respect. Cool. This is, has been the conversations we've had to have with people that weren't welcoming. You know what I mean? Sure. Like, yo, ain't like that. You know what I'm saying? He he gonna stay he in his lane. Jump on your back. Right? That's what I'm saying. He gonna stay in his lane. Like, why you worry about him? He not worried about mm-hmm. you. Type of deal. All right, cool. One day, there's a function, and long story short, he runs and tells somebody that somebody tried to talk to him. Uh, somebody we presume is straight. Mm-hmm. I believe it too. It's fine. All right, cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, whatever. So we go to, you know, get to the bottom of the situation. It's like, y'all exchange numbers. Y'all been talking. All right, cool. What's his number? Oh, you don't have no number to produce. All right. Well, what's his name? You don't have the name. You got the face, though, because we got Facebook and shit. Mm-hmm. What have what do y'all so the dude gets questioned about the situation he like what like so now you made it tense because it got back to the ball that you done threw him under the bus now i don't know what y'all conversation was like so i can't say i don't know if it was high and by i don't know if he tried to talk to y'all exchange number what have you but at the same time if you're saying yes and he's saying no that makes there's a conflict number one with y'all information whatever y'all passing back and forth Mm -hmm. and if he's innocent you made that man now feel away towards you and might want to do something to you. And if he's guilty, you made you outed him now. You put your business on the street, put his business on the street. Now everybody looking at you funny. So in the, in the arena that you're not helping yourself by outing people. If you want to live your life how you live your life, live your life. Mm-hmm. That's your business. Keep it to yourself. By putting it out there that you're talking to somebody or that you're interested in somebody that may not be agreeable or may not be open as you are about the situation, you therefore put yourself at risk of whatever backlash could come from it. And this is somebody that, again, now is looking like you was frauding, so you can't come to nothing <laughs> that I had. Not me personally, but that the person who threw it had because they like, dog, you trying to out my homie, like, nigga. And you help, by doing things like that, you help justify... The stereotype, yeah, that like the guy nobody that be try, is trying or tried to out Dwight Howard. First of all, I'm not homosexual, so I don't have the experience of coming out, and all that entails. I've seen it. I know it's tough for people to come out. I can it's imagine. Tough for some, it's not tough for everybody. I think it all depends on the environment that you grew up in. Some niggas been feminine their whole life. shit going on, but I don't right. know. I really don't know. Some niggas been feminine their whole life, but some niggas is yeah, like you kinda, you, they've you been it. masculine and they had to hide it. So coming out might be a hard, you know what I'm saying? It's not like, I want the world to know. But I say that to just say, <laughs> when you do stuff like that, yes. doesn't it make that person think about the struggle that they had when they came out? Maybe Dwight Howard is gay. I, Maybe he don't want nobody to know. Or maybe, or maybe he's just private about his shit. Right. I mean, if he a fuck, what gives you the right to out somebody? 
You don't have to write. I didn't. I also think these are like one-off situations. I know. Are they? Many. I know many gay men. I've literally one of my really close friends. He had a post the other week talking about this. Just talking about like, and he. I mean, he's very feminine. He's like, girl, don't nobody want to out you. Like, I don't give a fuck about your life enough to out you. I wouldn't want to be with you in the first place because right. you're down low. So I, I think this is a pocket. Everybody is pockets sure. of many things, and I don't think that this is a. This no, it's not a worship a, at all. Yeah, that's why I said it's hurting the cause. I'm not saying that everybody does that. Mm-hmm. If a guy's like him, that's it hurts his. With you. you know what I mean? It hurts the cause. It hurts him. I'm completely comfortable with my openly gay friends, and we can still have a friendship. Mm-hmm. If you didn't feel comfortable enough to come out, we can still have a friendship. But at the same time, it's like I feel bad for you a little bit because you can't live your true life. That's not for, you know, it's for you to deal with, though. Not mm-hmm. me. It's only for a spurt. It's not for long. But, you know, you can act accordingly. But I'm just saying, if, yes, if you are that guy that feels like, dog, I don't want to deal with you anyway if you undercover. Like, why am I going to try to out you? I will be looking at the nigga, the, the dude that is out. I'm like, yo, you're a weirdo for that shit. Mm-hmm. And we should not, I'm not looking for allegiances from straight men. I'm looking for allegiances from gay men yeah, to say, yo, that's not okay, that's not okay because yeah, you're yeah. hurting us because violence against gay people are sometimes because of that. Like, because dudes are being outed that don't want to be outed mm-hmm. or women are being outed that don't want to be outed and they react violently to these circumstances. And I don't want that to happen. Mm-hmm. Just like if black, if, if every time a black person goes to a white venue, they shoot it up. And then next time I go, I don't want to shoot the motherfucker up. And they decide to shoot at me when I right. walk to the fucking door. And I ain't even, you know what I'm saying? Just like, yo, like, you fucking it up for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, can we put a ball on this? Yeah, oh, we, can, we can put a ball on it, but <laughs> that was it. I, I, I wanted to debate. I'm glad we talked about it. I'm glad people are chiming in on it. We, we, we got to really, as a culture, as Americans, figure out how sensitive... How, how receptive we're going to be to other people's sensitivity and what it looks like. And really, we need to start doing some self-work. I don't know if it's... it's, it's I don't think it's going to be an easy feat because then sure. you, you question a lot of things. And then mm-hmm. we... I think that there is... We'll have to decide on a lot of things that we... T- through history we didn't decide on we just didn't decide on it we were just like this is what it is but it was never written anywhere it was never you know what i mean these are just things these are just the way that our our country moves or this is the way the world moves and once we start doing these things we kind of we're going to have to put it somewhere that it almost like a law so but then you'll be putting you'll be putting people in boxes by making things law that were once just the way it was so i th- i think it's going to be a really difficult thing and i i don't i don't know who has the mind power who who will because we're going to have to put people in places to make these decisions mm-hmm. and that's going to be a thing within itself because we'll have to just dis- again we got to decide what's where do we stop our prejudices? Where do our prejudices lie? Where do we say that's too prejudiced for me or that one slips under the register? I want to keep freedom of speech, freedom of speech. Don't say fire in a crowded venue. People won't freaking panic. <laughs> don't, don't say gun or I'm about to blow it up at an airport. Like, 
those type of things, I'm all for it. Keep that shit quiet. Keep it. Don't don't do it. It's not safe. Just assess the situation, but that don't mean you make a law. Yeah, but right. So a racist for, person, you say nigger like yeah. on the TV show. Yeah, or just you know what? All the time. How many movies have you watched where they said nigger a thousand times? Many of white been... people I've seen in the movies, even to the, in the late 2000s and 2010 on. But guess what? Nigger. Certain things you just got to do at your own risk. Meaning, exactly. If you walk into an environment. Where there are people that may be offended by you that. You can't control how people react. Mm-hmm. I don't need to see laws. What I need to see is not even what I need to see. You just Common want to, have to deal with the consequences of, you. of your choice and action. Right. But at the same time, I don't want to be living in a space, in a, in a, in a country, in a world where we're holding people... People are, I'm just saying hold people accountable, but people are losing jobs, money, career for things that they said... We're talking a decade ago. Mm-hmm. Dude, if if I didn't physically harm somebody, physically, like, it gotta be, for me, it has to really has harmed someone in a physical, maybe even financial, but fuck your emotions. Mm-hmm. If I hurt your feelings 10 years ago, bitch, you should be over it by now. And that's your problem. And I'm not gonna apologize. No, no, I can't apologize. I'm not going to keep apologizing. I'm not even the same person I was. I'm not the same person I was five years ago, let alone ten years ago. Oh, that's where we were talking about the whole Kevin Hart situation. This shit is just whack. Like, and for him, for them that I saw people really convicted about saying he owes an apology for what he said, and the whole "shut the fuck up forever" notion just was replaying in my head in terms of yo who the fuck are you like what makes you think he owes anyone let alone you an apology well, I owe you apologies for some shit I didn't say t- about you or to you right with malicious intent we just in this era of like canceling people <laughs> left and right for everything that's why it's thing. becoming weird and it's it's, it's, it's absurd weird. like you literally you can't cancel a person it's not a TV show you're not a producer you're not a network you can't cancel people you just fucking can't especially like celebrities you can't cancel them they gonna still do what they wanna do like, they still wanna be who they are you're, you're canceling them it's just you not watching their movies or you not doing this but that's you and that's fine that's fine I'm, I'm, I'm here for all of that. I'm here for all of that. If you don't like Kevin Hart, for what he said, based 10 years on ago. what he said nine to ten years ago, don't tune in. Don't support his shit. Don't support the people he support. Do whatever you feel. But if he didn't hurt you physically or financially, fuck your emotions. Fuck my emotions. Can I go up to all the people who bully me and call me white boy? Or should I really be like, oh, you know. I know, I called you white boy several oh, times. Several times. My friends, my friends <laughs> call me white boy. They call me white boy within the past 365 days. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, that's the thing. It happens. And guess what? I've called Ray short or small or something within the past 365 days. I'll call my, one of my best friends, Paul, black ass. Within the last 365 days. Within the last 12 hours. I haven't called it in the last 12, but probably within the last seven days. I call it a nigga that in the last 12 hours. I just called him a nigga. Listen. (laughs) That's all I'm saying, man. Just that quick. Uh, So let's. So fuck y'all feelings. Kiss my ass. 
and and the negative yeah, energy nah. isn't coming from the derogatory remarks we're making. It's coming from all this shit that y'all not being receptive of or just y'all not ignoring. Y'all have to receive it, but you can definitely, you can ignore, definitely it. ignore it. Please ignore it. Like that's all. But yeah, you can put a bow in that shit. We we. I think that up. was the bow. So we we got our. Uh, our uh, group chats and our uh, Instagram DM group thing. Damn. And so, I can't remember who sent it. It's irrelevant. But, anybody got the post queued up? I'm going to have to find it real quick. So, we're about to talk one? about Which yes, one? the best friend one. Oh. My best friend ain't my man. He my boy. No, no, no. My man is not my best friend. My, mind you, not is in all caps, of course, right? He's my man. It's certain things I will never tell my man. Some women want... They man to be they best friend so bad, but still keep secrets. I can't talk to him how I talk to my friends because he my man, not my best friend. Thoughts? I disagree entirely. Yeah, me too. I disagree entirely. I think it is an absurd thing. I don't tell my best friend everything doesn't mean she's not my best friend. Say it again. It's just... Please? Like, that doesn't make sense to me. I want my man to be my best fucking friend. Like, I want to be able to vibe with this nigga on another level. Like, it's the absurdity of saying he... you, you you boxed the man number one. What Facts. the fuck are you doing in your relationship that you started this off with him in a box? With not being your best friend. With not I, being your I best friend. I don't even friend. how you get to the point of wanting to be with somebody long term that's not your best friend. It's ridiculous. It doesn't make sense to me. I don't that's get That's a part it. of my thought process. Like, I got to want to be around you. I have to want to talk <laughs> to you. <laughs> I have like, to be able to laugh and joke with you. Is it the best part that you like? My prerequisite. Guess what? I don't get it. That's like a prerequisite to a relationship. We disagree, but me and my best friends stay best friends. We'll argue. We, I can't. Honestly, me and Ray, we we don't argue that much. God knows how many years now. We may have argued four times. Yeah, we don't argue that much. We disagree. God knows how many times. More, way more. We always gonna disagree though. Arguing is different, and that's why your your partner had to be your best friend. Cause we got to be able to move past this. You invested in a relationship with your best friend, yeah. right? It's not just yo. As soon as we disagree, fuck you forever. Yeah, then you're not my friend. That's really. weird. This person just doesn't sound like a whole person. They feel. I just feel like they got a lot of dumbass secrets. Like I don't feel like you should be in a relationship if that's your thought process. I feel like you have some shit that you probably need to work out. Yes. Within yourself. Yes. Before you even get to the point of being in a relationship, because you're closed off. There, are, you have barriers up. You, you have, have skeletons walls, in your closet. Fam. And you need to figure that shit out before you fact. jump into a relationship, any relationship, not even having, not even a, a romantic one, any type of relationship. That's a you fact. Got, yeah, Cause I feel like you probably a nut ass best friend anyway. <laughs> if I'm just being frank, a lie. Just, you probably want a motherfucker to agree with you no matter what. You got my back right or wrong. Yeah, so don't tell just, me I'm you wrong. You a yes man ass best friend that gets right. your friends in fucked up situations. Right. I don't mean to judge you like this, but, but I am you're judging weird. you like this. You're weird. You're weird, fam. Yeah. You're weird. That's Doesn't make fact. sense. That's a fact. It's like, why? Is it all about the secrets? Is it like, like no. what is? I just don't understand it. Like, so let's break down relationship dynamics because I think that's where she or he couldn't really. Dip. No, it's a C. Her name is. Is the, is the lady? Her at name is 
Was a super. Oh man. Was a super. Was Was super. W-U-Z-Z-A-M-S-U-P-A. Well, yeah, I shouldn't say it's a woman. All right, so it's a woman. It's a woman in the picture. God knows what it actually is. Well, she obviously doesn't know that every relationship is different. Oh, and then somebody who reposted and said, oh, somebody who's listening reposted and said facts. Yeah. So, oh, that was, um, that's what you call a wife. But, mm-hmm. she listening. My nigga. Ooh. That's my homie. She's still a homie. Judge you, sorry. No, we ain't judging her. She can, she needs listeners. So she need a comment. So. Because why not? So, what we're missing or dismissing is the nature of relationships. The relationship with your woman, well, it shouldn't be the same as the relationship with your friend to begin with. Your best friend to begin with. Or, I'm sorry, with your man. Shouldn't be the real. Meaning, certain conversations you have with your man, you don't have with your best friend, whatever. You're dismissing the privilege of having somebody be your significant other versus the privilege of being your best friend. There are still secrets. But maybe your best friend don't know that you like to experience four other women with your man. Maybe you don't like to share that with your best friend, mm-hmm. but you share that with your man. That's what y'all do. Whatever. Maybe your man don't know, that, but your best friend knows that you dealt with his friend 10 years ago. Something stupid. It's two different relationships, two different secrets, but you can still exi- they can still exist on their own without them ever having to intersect. So here's the thing. I don't want to have to feel like I got to keep or I am keeping secrets from my partner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's what it was now, based maybe on. Maybe I don't tell you, and that's what it was based on. Maybe I don't tell you everything, but I don't tell nobody everything. Some shit is just for me. Right. Some stuff... It's omission by not thinking about it. Some stuff is a calculated omission. Some shit what? you don't need to know. You it's get a, you gotta deal with people on need right. It's on a need to know. You don't need to know that. You don't need to know about my past. You don't need to know about unless it affects you. If it doesn't directly affect you, you don't need to know. I'm on a need to know basis about everything. If you don't feel like you wanna tell me something, you could be going through anything. I don't need to know. I mean, here's why we're gonna have a different relationship than with my partner than my actual best friend. You weren't around for all this stuff. My best friend was at these situations. My best friend was the person I was confiding in during the time I was going through these situations. For me, it's not a matter of secrets. It's just a a different relationship due to time. Right. But, I'm but with you could you. even have that and relationship. And now I'm confiding like, with you. That person could have been the person that was there during all that shit. Like right. It, it could have been that. Like, you don't... I just feel like this person, I don't know, likes boxes. And I keep saying shit about boxes and compartmentalizing shit. But it's the thing. I feel like this person just likes to have boxes and this is yours, this is yours, and this is yours, right? So that's just how they circumnavigate the universe. Like everybody's in these little pockets and that's what it is. So my partner, my man, is this is his box and I can't put things in this box that I put in this box because they're in this box and that's just what it is. And that is... I feel like that's right, on the brink of insanity, honestly. Exactly. Who it even want to? Who even want to exist in the world? Like, of course, we got somebody that we need to confide in, and some outside of our relationship. But 
the person inside our relationship is who we confide in 98.9%. So at the end of the day, just know your role. The fuck? Know your role and shut your mouth. Shut, shut your, your mouth. mouth. <laughs> like, shut your mouth and shut don't. Shut classic WWF. Yo, yes, I, shut your I, mouth. I don't make a tweet about it. No status. Nothing, fam. Because right. it's dumb. It's just and like, then you got, now you done got It's like, Daryl text me, how you going to tell your wife that and didn't tell me that? What? Yo, don't ever. What? <laughs> what? The fucker. <laughs> Hold Wait, on, what? fam. I, I can't believe you just. I can't, I'm glad you said it. <laughs> right. Me. But it would be so <laughs> weird. What? It would be weird. Like, wait, what, nigga? What are you talking? What are you talking to me talking like this? About? Like, what? My partner's not my best friend. Bitch, or my partner my say, like. Why would you tell him that and not tell and me? And not tell that? me. Because I didn't tell you, motherfucker. Because this, for me, it's very. Person specific, man. I go to certain people for certain things. And that's it. And uh, you're not gonna go to your partner for everything. Do I ever try to pry? Like I'll never try to pry anything out of anybody. It's literally if you give it to me, I'll receive it and I'll sit there and listen with open arms. But if you don't tell me, that's because you don't want me to know, or you're not prepared to talk, or you didn't think to talk to me about it. Right. I don't even personalize these things. It's literally if you didn't think to talk to me about it, cool. And I don't want people to misunderstand. When we say this shit, we're not saying it about things that are pertinent to the relationships that you're in. It's some shit just don't be pertinent. It's not a pertinent piece of information. It's not for everybody. It doesn't. It doesn't factor into things. And some shit, it's just not. It wasn't even thought of. I mean, it's right. Like I really didn't think to tell you the way the mind works is right. We all forget things. The mind. And that's the smartest. I've read something that said the smartest people forget the most things because your mind gets rid of all the stuff you actually don't need. You don't need you it. Retain the stuff you actually need. And I think about I'm using that to parallel in the relationship. I don't, my partner. You don't need all of that. You don't need this. It has nothing to do with us or with and me it, and how I'm going to move forward with us. It's only a distraction. Or with me baby. and my behavior towards us. Or, or vice versa. That's a fact. I talked to my best friend about it because he, she has this perspective. You mm-hmm. don't have that perspective. Yep. You didn't have that experience. Yep. This happened 20 years ago. He happened to be there. And so I'm, we're, we're talking through it. You weren't there at that time. You're here now. I'm talking to you all the time. I wanted to hear a different perspective. Like it's Diversity is important. Yeah, I mean, God damn it. Very important. If, if you're always important. talking to the same person. And getting one perspective. One person. No perspective. one exactly. It's one perspective. Yeah, no this one person is has. Better understand this person. This person this isn't. Stuff. She doesn't live a diverse life. Absolutely I feel like not. they just live in this bubble. Like all of these, not even in a bubble. They could probably live in a world, but they they've made this space where it's all these people are alike. Like her mate probably has the same idea. Like ah, bitch, you don't need to know all my happenings. How are you like, gonna be successful in a relationship? How are you gonna be successful? I I. That's that surface-level dumb Instagram shit. That no. my relationship with my friends is going to last until I die. I'm so invested in those relationships. Like, certain things I, do, I just don't take personal. Like, you know, I'm invest- I want these relationships to last. Right. My With my partner, I, I got to want that relationship to last. I want to be 90 years old. Walking, holding hands. That's some best friendship. Best That's friendship. some relationship. But you best don't want to know. I want to be in the in the basement, 
playing cards, smoking a cigar, drinking something, whatever, with my homies when I'm 80-something years old. That's some friendship. Certain, the different relationship. But you don't want to know how many dicks your wife sucked back in 2005. Absolutely not. You just don't. But her best friend does. Please tell your best friend. (laughs) Talk about it. All the blowjobs you gave. And I want y'all to talk about it. Right. So y'all can help each other be better. (laughs) Y'all should share that. Please talk to each other about that. You know what I mean? Don't go, don't bring that information to me. I don't want to know. I don't want to know about that shit. That's a different relationship. That don't make me less your best friend. That I mean, it's like saying different fucking. That shit. It's certain really things you only want to talk to. Like it really fucking infuriated me because I just I can't understand the thought process. And maybe I pro- I'm probably getting angry too fast because I don't understand the thought process on a lot of shit, and it oftentimes pisses me off. But I just need to accept that everybody's thought process ain't mine. But right. sometimes I just feel like though. There really wasn't a great thought. There was there, there a thought process? She like, thought she was saying something profound. Did you just profound. throw some cool fly shit out? And you know some what happened? Other, your you best know what happened? friends was like, yeah, bitch, like, yes, bitch. Yes. Right. She, she told, that shit. She told her best friend she went and got some recreational. And she like, I can't <laughs> talk to my man, man about this recreational dick I just got. But let me go call my girlfriend because she going to ride with me regardless. And listen, shorty, respect. And in that moment, she's like, Right about this because this is some real shit. Because this is a like, different relationship. Because my shit. girl told me I wasn't wrong for getting some recreational when I know I was wrong anyway. But she made me feel better about it. Look, shorty, I'm with you. Go ahead. Whatever go makes you feel better. Class or something on relationship. But that don't mean she's more your best friend or less your best friend than your partner or mate is. I absolutely. I think we're all on the same page. Yeah, no, that was yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think we all ranted about I, yeah, that was, the same way about the same thing. But yeah, that was just a, that was just a I rant. Got I think four she best that. friends and my relationship with each of them is different. That's true too. Yeah, it's because it's different it within. It goes back to diversity. Like it's yeah. diversity. You, you, this best friend, and it's not. I mean, it's a level of compartmentalization there as well, but. This best friend gives you something like if this if a situation happens, you know this person will give me more sound advice for this arena, but this best friend would give me more sound advice in this arena. Absolutely. Doesn't negate any importance nope. in exactly. the group, nope. but that's what it is. Yes. It's certain th- for an, Prayer. Say it an again. example, like Khalif and I have sim not similar similar experiences. With uh, not being with our child's uh, parent and ha- going having to go through the Philadelphia court system, why would I go to Ray to get perspective on that when I have somebody who has the experience? It would only make sense for me to go to my best and guess friend what? who's in the mix. I'm not offended by that. Who knows? Right. I would encourage him. I would actually say, yo, you need to call Lee. You should Lee. talk to him about it. Yeah, you <laughs> should I don't know. Sh- I, don't shit, like, I don't know shit about that. The fuck? It's not my not it. my cup of tea. I don't get it. That that is that simple. It's Just, really yeah. that simple. Just I mean, know your relationships and know yourself. Right. Secrets aren't that's that the, important. That's the bop. That's the hook right there. That's right the <laughs> there. Your know, your, know yourself. Know yourself, fam. You need to you really go. understand who you are. I feel like this person does not fully understand who they are. Or fully understand. 
not even fully understand who they are. They don't fully understand the ramifications of who they are. People mm-hmm. don't nobody who wants to know that who being who they are has ramifications. That's not lit. Nobody wants to really get into that. But it's ramifications and surrounding yourself with people that have a like mind to a point of it being a disability in your mm-hmm. life. It could be a detriment. It's a detriment. Very much so. It's a detriment. Because you, you don't learn anything. It. You don't learn anything. It's so um theory of the more knowledgeable other Vygotsky is like an education Pause. thing. What? Vygotsky is the guy's name. So there's oh. a theory called <laughs> the more knowledgeable other and there's a, jo- a oh, zone yeah. you of said that prox- fast as shit. I know. More knowledgeable other and there's a zone of proximal <laughs> development. So in this theory, there is somebody that knows more than you mm-hmm. in this arena, but you can only grow based on how much they know. And that's just a part of life. And it's it's you might be their more knowledgeable other in a different part of life, but you can't get anywhere if there is no more knowledgeable other. You mm. won't progress. Your your zone of proximal mm. development won't go past right in front of your face. Mm-hmm. You need it. Mm-hmm. All facts. What do we know? I like that. If you're well, the smartest person in a room, you're in the wrong room. You're in right. the wrong room. If you are not a benefit to others, then you're useless. Yeah. You got to be a use to others, and well, others should be a use to you, or else you're useless. Like, all that stuff, all of it's true. Yeah, So I'm with it. Wazam Super is not a diss, my dear. It's just please try to expand or stay in your lane. You know, If it's working for you, it's working for you. Yeah, it's working but, for but just understand you. your relationships. Yeah, no, yeah. That that. That can be true, but it cannot very and much not be true. This a real song. And if your man is not your best friend, you should choose a new man. Or a woman. I don't know if you date women, too. So, whatever. Yeah, well, yeah, we should. But I, we have yeah. to be open. Let's yeah. be open-minded. Diversify, girlfriend. Yes. Like your investments. Yeah. Invest in yourself like you're... Well. It's an investment, my mm-hmm. nigga. Everybody's not doing well with their investments and their money. Stock no. market is fucking up my cash. Uh, I'm playing a loan game, baby. Yeah, that's what you got to do. Playing a loan game. Stay in there. Don't worry about it. Don't Amazon worry. going to bounce back. Yo, can y'all uh, start buying Nikes again like y'all doing when Colin Kaepernick, when y'all realized Colin Kaepernick was signed? Because my Nike stock has not bounced back. Because <laughs> people overdid it, dog. They, they got to bounce back so they could buy Nikes again. Did you see the mayhem for the Jordans? No, nah, that was fake. No, sir. That was from 2009. What made him for what Jordan? When, when they rushed the store. Oh, okay. Some new Jordans came out? No, they weren't. The Concords came out again. I mean, they're never new yeah, Jordans. They re- like, <laughs> technical. So they they're re-released the new. Concords again, the Concord 11s. And back when they released them prior to this, people rushed the stores oh, and That's jumping really over everybody trying you to get them. You know what pissed me off? You can't even do that now. I don't the care what year it was. One woman. Hype beast. One woman was like, uh, they asked her, you know, was it worth all of the getting trampled over for to get the sneakers? This chick said it was worth getting trampled over to get my nephews what they need. I, I'm, I'm happy that y'all both paused and looked at me the way you did and shook the head. That was a moment of silence. Like, what? What? What are we talking about Nothing. here? Like, what? Nothing. What? Oh, good People Jesus. are so invested what in material. What they need. People oh. are... That, can I, what I don't want? understand her... Can I talk about material? pisses me off. And she would have said... Yeah, it pissed me can off. Can I talk and about material? It's a thing. I have... And I'm not even going to go on rant. I'm not going to go on my whole material rant. But I just want to say one thing. Go on a rant, Ray. I just want to say one thing about material shit. 
I'm not impressed. Because mm-hmm. it's unimpressive. If you have the latest sneaker, the best jacket, the best purse, it says nothing to a person like me. Because I look at people. Like, you can dress yourself up however you want to be. But if you're a piece of shit, you can't put diamonds on a piece of shit and me not look at it like a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, with us rushing into stores. The dazzle my shit. <laughs> you <laughs> I shit diamonds, nigga. I eat diamonds, nigga. My shit is shining. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's some Dave Chappelle shit. But at the same time, you got to understand, no, he ate gold. But yeah. either way, don't feel like you're impressing me by putting your sneakers on your timeline or putting your bags or whatever exclusive shit. Listen, I get it. I like nice things from time to time, too. I enjoy it, but it doesn't rule my life. Mm-hmm. And, and we are Dar- allowed to have advice. And what Daryl just mentioned with the with the chick that just said her nephews needed the sneakers, that to me is a tragedy. Yeah, no, what your nephews need is an education. What you your nephews need is room and board. Could have said one that same one ninety, and this was a Christmas present. You could have said, all right, here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna show you how to flip this one ninety and double it. Mm-hmm. You're gonna put it in a, a CD. Or fuck do what something. That's why they need an education. Show them how to make them more money. Because those Nikes, unless you're not going to wear them, as soon as you start wearing them, they depreciate. So unless you're going to save them and then resell them, which is the thing on what you can do and what you can make plenty of money for. My son gets a Nike sign drawn in his head. So I said to him, son, I, I know you like Nikes, but just know those very sneakers you have, he had a LeBron's on. LeBron doesn't pay for those. True. No. Nike pays LeBron to wear those so that you would then buy those. And you, with that Nike sign on the side of your head, you fucking advertise. are advertising for free for Nike, what they pay LeBron to do. Now, you can go ahead, get the Nike sign. But what if Nike paid you to put that in your head? Wouldn't you like that better? Like I'm, I'm trying to ma- like because I don't want to take the Challenge youth. They thinking. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. yeah, I don't want to steal your youth because I get it. You like it and you think it's cool, but I just don't want you to be walking around like the rest of these adults who think like you. With brands that don't support you on your body, and not benefit financially from them, the way they pay people that you admire to endorse them so that you would buy more of that. Like, I just, you know, that whole consumer mindset for me. But whatever. The material worth and people weighing themselves by the materials that they have and not really being in touch with the person that they are and really working on that is just what loses me in society today. And y'all posting sneakers, especially adults, look like a bunch of fucking clowns in my eyes. But, of course, I'm different probably than a lot of people because, I mean, I actually care about people. I'll take it a step further. Um, I look at you very differently if you if you lead with all your material shit because I think you you're a shell. There's something missing. There is something about you that you're trying to make up for with these material things. I promise you, if a guy leads with his material shit when he's trying to talk to me. It's a, you lost, fam. First, I don't like that you did not survey the scene to understand the audience you were speaking to. I think it's just ridiculous. Literally, one guy was leading with the type of car he drives. 
He's telling me he's going shopping for, I don't even know the name of the car because all that shit, when I say it's irrelevant to me, I don't even know. That's how irrelevant the shit is. But this car, it was some fancy ass name. So I said, I imagine that's a coupe. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but I imagine it's a coupe. Did he you said, say that yeah, too? Yeah. He was like, yeah, they <laughs> don't make it coupe. in a sedan. To which I replied, I fucking hate coupes. I don't, two door cars are I fucking absurd children. to me. Was it like I don't. I don't know what it was. I can't, I literally can't even remember. And he was like, oh, oh, uh, oh, okay. You probably Damn, stomped the shit out of it. Why did you lead with that? Like, what? I want to know something different. I don't want you to lead with that because now I'm thinking, oh, this nigga really ain't got no nothing underneath his car or whatever else he's trying to sell me right now as if, like, you're not, I'm, I'm not, you can't buy me. You know, I'm not buying you because you're, dumb at the moment in my eyes like it just doesn't i, I always feel like some guys that's all they have to missing. offer but right. a lot of people that's all they have to offer like i would say i'm a shrew for not wanting to fuck with a woman that don't like me and maybe it's my ego but my ego says i am not going to try to impress you with nothing but myself mm-hmm. So if you're looking for me to be or have something more, if I got to pull up in a certain type of car, you just not for me. And I'm okay with that. I'm happy about that, actually. I'm very, I lead with being sound and frugal sometimes. Just so a bitch would be like, oh, you cheat. No, I can be very generous. I just wanted to see where the fuck you're at in order to determine whether or not you're worthy of my generosity. Everybody's not built I mean, I to like benefit you- off of you. I mean, if you know enough, you know the difference between a frugal man and a cheap man. I don't think frugal is cheap at all. No, it doesn't I'm mean that you don't have spending. money. Yeah, you're conscious of your spending, and that's kind of a trait you want. Right? No, you know? We trying to do nah, stuff. We trying to build something. Nah, some bitches looking the game. So you gotta lead with that just to that lead them out. That is a game. Though. So you're really it's not trying to be with me, then? In the mentality, I material. Some people are into material things. <laughs> so my sisters used to tell me when I was younger. The first thing a girl's gonna look at is your shoes. So I used to make sure my shoes was fucking pristine. Then one day I was working with my dad painting. I had paint clothes on. It was this real pretty girl. My dad was like, you should go talk to her. She she think you're cute. She, her mom had said something to my dad. I was like, I can't go talk to her like this. My dad said to me, son, if, she, if a woman's not wanting to take you in your worst shit, then you don't want her in your best shit. That ain't even your worst shit. A man that is looks like he can build shit. Well, we super attractive. I'm like, she need to see me fly. She was game. cute as hell. I it's get it though. Game. And I dealt with that from listen. But yeah, now see you see a working man. I see a working woman. That's attractive. That's very attractive. I see a girl in fucking scepter uniform, a work boots, bitch. You looking good. <laughs> <laughs> see, I just use bitch loosely. I'm sorry, baby. But at the same time, yeah. But I come from, see, for me, I had to learn it and unlearn it because I was teased as a kid because of my clothes. You know what I mean? I me dealt too. with a period where, not saying I came up super poor, I didn't, but at the same time, I didn't have the nice shit. Mm-hmm. So when the girls like the guys that dressed a certain way and I knew I didn't have that, I didn't have the newest sneakers and shit like that, I used to weigh myself in my material worth. I had to break now and breaking that cycle or breaking that way of thinking, that didn't mean I stopped liking nice things. It was more of a, no, I do it, but I don't do it 
to garner attention from you. I do it because I like it. Mm-hmm. So if I do go out and buy a certain pair of sneakers or a certain pair of jeans, it's not because I'm trying to garner attention from a woman and get you to like me more. It's because, no, nah, that's what I wanted to have. Mm-hmm. And that's where it stops. But some people, have that's all they have. And I know that. So that's what they lean on. And there's an audience, like there's somebody for everybody. Mm -hmm. And just like there's women who are into the person, there's also women that are into material. So material men get material women. Mm -hmm. And the latter. Shay, have you ever done wifely duties on girlfriend status? Yeah. Why? What are wifely duties? That's... This dog, this is literally the thing. So, I say yeah, but I say yeah, not necessarily with a full understanding of what wifely duties okay. are. Let's give me, I'll give you some examples of what I bought a cow if you can get the milk for free. That's mm-hmm. what we're talking about here. Let's go for it. So, for me, wifely duties are things like you wash my clothes from time to time. Not necessarily you cook my meals, but you're consistently cooking my meals. You babysit my kid. You my girlfriend, so you babysitting. You babysit my kid. You let me hold money. That's wifely duties to me. If you letting a nigga hold money, to me that's wifely duties. Uh, I don't know, things like that. See, a girlfriend shouldn't be doing... I mean, it stages to the girlfriend thing, right? Girlfriend shouldn't be doing anything for you, in my mind. Hmm. I don't. I don't know if I can necessarily get down with this whole idea because I don't like. I hear what you say. I hear you saying what wifely duties are, but who made the rules? Like who <clears> said that made was? You sound like me. Vibe. Just my like, perspective. I don't. I don't know. I just, I, I, I question so shit about, so much more now. What, like, I don't, let's do it this way. What do you think a wife, what do you think are some of the responsibilities of a wife? I don't know. Hmm. That's what I'm trying to figure it out. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. I thought on this, um, and I came to, I don't know. You, like, you don't know, know where, where we blur, so we, where we blur the lines is because when, People get married that aren't prepared for whatever that entails. Obviously, your standards are supposed to change, right? Your expectations change. Is that safe to say? Yeah. And if your expectations... Well, <clears throat> um, go ahead. Go ahead. My mind is always going to go back to the conversations we had. My expectations will be based off the conversations and agreements that we had. I'm not going to expect you to do something we never talked about. I'm not going to expect you Therefore, to do something we never did. You chose to like make her what? your wife off no. of what? Off like of promises? She... Because so girlfriends aren't supposed to do anything. So if girlfriend isn't supposed to cook, you didn't expect her to cook as your wife? No, no, no. These bitches don't know how to cook. Or these niggas don't know how to fix the fucking sink. I'm trying to equate shit. That's the thing. I don't know if it's a false equivalency. I do all that shit. Yeah, but what I'm saying is where we trying to set these expectations. Like, I think these shits are, are lower level. I think these shits are very watered down. I think they're saying you don't cook. 
you don't clean, you don't do laundry, maybe you don't even have sex, maybe you don't give a blowjob or something like that. I like unless that. unless you're a wife. I hate the whole duty thing. Uh, okay. All right, all right. Challenge I, the whole I, premise of the question. Yeah, all right, let's do that. Go ahead. Let's, let's, <laughs> all right, let's, let's take it. Let's, let's do it. Let's do it. We can challenge let's all these it. premises. We can challenge. <laughs> we can challenge the whole. Because what's her name? The divorce court just said it, and that's where this whole uh, conversation and question comes from. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, Good question, right, let's Shay, Shay. duties, responsibilities, thoughts. I mean, so. What are wifely duties? I have no fucking clue. What we are taught and conditioned to believe in society. It can't be more than a minute, so let's just shut up real quick. You did all my shit. All right. Yeah. Oh, that's the voice for yeah, Basically, we are living together. He still has his apartment, but he stays at my house most of the time. <laughs> Wash clothes. I could never do wife duties at girlfriend prices. I don't care. What? Okay, do wife duties I do not believe in that. I mean, you, you, thank you, you know, if he going to spend the night, whatever. But I know, don't wash nothing that belongs to him. None of that. Thank you. What do is I am there because she wants me there. Cause I, I get that. Home. I get that. I'm just talking to her. Got nothing to do with you. It's my general advice to women in general. Don't do wife duties. On- <laughs> I like that. So, she, they weren't living together, number one. Maybe their relationship wasn't defined out or outlined to be that situation. I wouldn't even call that wifely duties. I would consider that as favors <laughs> because if you didn't do as long as you did, it mean he was going to like you any different or love you anymore. Judge Lynn Toler, that's her name. Yeah, Lynn. I don't feel like he was going to like or love her any more or less because she did or did not do that. I think she did that to try to reel a nigga in. Hmm. Or that could have been just what she was taught. It could be what she was, taught. she was taught, but some people find securities in trying to lock a motherfucker down by cooking for him, cleaning for him. You think washing his drawers is going to make the niggas stay home a little bit more and want and appreciate you more? And I, I just don't think we should go operate under that premise. So now y'all have challenged me, and I do. I did before think there was just innate wifely duties. I no. I, I still believe there are wifely mm-hmm. duties and there are husband duties. For example, Protect. I don't expect my wife to climb up on a roof and patch a leak. No. Now, if she happens to have a background in roofing, and <laughs> I don't know shit about roofing, then it's different things, whatever. That's different. But I'm just going to speak broadly. I don't expect her to be able to fix toilets. I do expect her to know how to change a tire. I feel like her father should have told her that. Her father didn't teach her how to teach her. But I do feel like it's my husbandly duty to tend to her vehicle, to tend to the house physically. Is that something you just do for your wife, though, or do you do that for your significant other? I do it for my, my lady. Period. I do it for my sisters. Period. Because you're being but that's what? How you but you, but I take out the trash. So when we say, it's, I feel like the issue is when we say, let's go, what is, a, what is wifely duties? What is husbandly duties? What does that really mean? Because you wouldn't do that for your girlfriend then? Is that I what would, you're saying? Though. Yes, I very I would. much would go on the roof. So I'm doing, I'm definitely doing for my, things for a woman, boyfriend prices. Yeah, for a woman that I decide that's my lady. If you're my lady, I'm going to look out for you. I but take then I guess I'm saying it's not a husband thing. It's not. So are, are we, that's, I mean, I guess that's the challenge to the question. Like, 
You got or, or the it. statement that was made in that never do wifely duties at girlfriend prices. I think it's a dumb statement to make because at the end of the day, we're not defined. Like the duties of being a wife isn't clearly defined. If you really love somebody and you rocking with that person, you want to do anything for that and person. And it's also not clearly defined because it's all very relationship based. Like if, relationship, like you said, cultural, if, if, all that. if I have a, a history, if I know how to fix a kitchen sink and my man is he can, but I can do a better job. Why the fuck would I ask him to fix the like, kitchen sink? Why would sink? I allow my pride to say no? I have to do it. We are not in a. In a society where, you know, the woman stays at home and the man goes That's to work. That shit is out of the window. Let's just get those thoughts out of our head. So you washing your man's clothes is not a prerequisite to y'all being in a marriage or relationship. Exactly. That is not. You cooking and cleaning isn't a prerequisite. Now, keep in mind, I do judge your cleanliness. Meaning, if you're trifling, I just yeah. can't deal with you. Yeah. Right. But that's not because you're doing it for me. I want you to keep yourself clean in your house, in your personal space clean. That lets me know whether you're going to keep my space clean. That's just a personal thing. Yeah, I don't think it's rightfully doozies. If you're washing the load, can I throw a couple pair of drawers in there? Like, right. Is it a problem? Now, if right. we, if you washing clothes, we can take turns. These are things that happen in relationships. Together. This is how we work together. It's called teamwork right. now. But We're in the other, another relationship, it could be very much so. This is what you do. Wife, you're going to wash clothes. Husband, some, you're going to fix the car. But that's what it is. It's yeah. all very based on that and, relationship. And, and, I think we define our stuff, then we did that. In religious, right. in religious circumstances, I think people kind of make it boil it down to, you know, the whole premarital sex, you know, living together. Things like that. I think, and that's where I think her bases come in. At. Yeah, but he said, she said he has his own apartment. He just usually stays there. He said, she want me there. And what's she trying to do? Reel a nigga in. Because what you want to do is close. Cause who do a man honor next to God? His mama? His mother. So she's trying to do everything that his mother would do to make that nigga come home every fucking day. Because that's a comfort space for men. Most men. I don't think it's nothing wrong with that. It's not. But at the same time, she just condemned her for doing wifely duties at girlfriend prices. I mean, I, I guess. What is a I girlfriend price? When things get uh, listen, no, I, I, like, I, I don't know. That was just her. I'm using her. Oh, uh, you know what? Here, here, here's what my mom, me and my mom had a convers, uh, had lunch yesterday and had a conversation about marriage. So I guess my mom will be more aligned with this. I guess we were talking about marriage, and she was saying. Challenge everything she says. My mom was very Christian, so I challenged her whole shit. She was saying, son, I respect it. For her, the legal marriage is about security. She's still of a mind, and I happen to agree, that it's a man's job to protect and provide. Now, not to say provide doesn't mean you are the sole provider, mm-hmm. but you provide, you protect, you teach. It doesn't mean the woman doesn't teach as well. And so I'm very much in line with once you get married, there is a degree of protection. Like right now, neither you or I are legally married. If you or I die today, all our shit goes to our parents. Yep. Doesn't go to our partners because we're not legally married. So that's where I'm very much like, yeah, that's security. If we were married, then all our stuff would go to our partner. Or if you just wrote up a legal document and exactly stating it as well. Mm, that, I could that, just make a contract real quick, you know. And on my uh, insurances, my beneficiaries are very clearly aligned right. design. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, 
So I understand, I can understand that type of thinking. There is security. And so maybe what Judge Lynn is saying is like, you have no security. You're letting him in your space, in your house. You're feeding him. You're washing his clothes. What security do you have? Now, I'm sure he's doing something. Mm-hmm. I'm sure he's, I, I, I'm hoping he's doing something. Are you cooking and you're also buying all the food? Are you like yeah. buying all the detergent? I don't know. Like, what do we, He's not doing shit. He's not doing anything. We only got a sound bite. We got a clip. That mm, what, can't yeah. get more than 20 sound seconds. Slow. So, yeah, but that's where the cussing came from. So, we played it. But, yeah. I, I, I mean, you got to be doing, doing more than laying, just trying to lay pipe. We don't know that he's not, though. Like, we don't know that he's not. We also don't know that she just, that's just not. Some women are just motherly. Like, it's yes. just in them to do so. It's in them to and be that, that will, way. And that will that's really my little sister. In. And that will reel a nigga in. That will have a dude like not wanting to go nowhere because that's the sense of security and that's the sense of comfort. That and also leaves space for you to get taken advantage of. And it leaves space absolutely, for you to get taken advantage of. A wide open space. So I get the notion of not doing, but you just have to, there has to be certain guarantees in your relationship. And, and, and would I boil it down to this? I'm not spending my last on a, a girl that I'm not, or I'm not spending an abundance of time with a with a woman I'm not fully invested in, mm-hmm. or I feel as though it's fully invested in me. Mm-hmm. That's just I feel I treat my time as a privilege. I treat my resources as a privilege. I'm not exercising that for you. I'm not trying to reel you in with the promise of that either. We don't know that she did that. I also think that there has to be some sense of security in relationship, or. If you're a motherly person, like a motherly woman, and you know this, don't bitch about how it all goes. Because you know that this is you. You know you that gonna you, you're, 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 gonna, you're gonna do it to the next one. You know, you have to know, you should know, but it comes uh, it comes with a lot but of that, knowing the ramifications of who you are. You need to accept that, shit don't, that this is a yeah. part of the process. But Shay, that shit don't always work though. You know how many chicks I encountered that tried that motherly shit? And no, it doesn't. It's not. It doesn't. But keep I'm not. A guy. That's what I'm not yeah, saying. That it the, necessarily. Yeah. You, we, we don't know that what, she did it to keep a guy. Like mm-hmm. it could I get genuinely it. It just be, be, just be her. her. I get you. Because she was. It could you, genuinely you, you just be who she the video. is. She was up there with her mother. Yeah. You in court with your mom. So that, I'm, that, I'm going to just make a whole bunch of assumptions here. You probably have a great relationship with your mom. Your mom has probably really taught you a bunch of things. Really taught you how to be motherly. Really taught you how to be a wife. Really taught you how to be a partner. And so these are now ingrained in who you are. And so that's what you do. That's what just expectations are. <laughs> just like it's my expectations to take out the trash. That is what my dad taught us. The girls could not take out the trash. The girls could not clean the litter box. The girls did not walk the dog. The girls did not do the physical labor. You talk to my mom now. She don't do none of that shit. You, it could be something that just needs to go to the basement. Something like a pipe. It was a pipe. This is a real story. It was a, a copper pipe in the uh, just on the second floor, and it needed to go in the basement. My dad was, I guess, lollygagging. I don't know if he didn't. I don't know what the problem was. He was lollygagging, and I just happened to be there, and she happened to say something while he was there. It couldn't. Copper pipes are pretty heavy, but it wasn't that heavy. Mm-hmm. I'm like, at the time, I wasn't thinking she could do it or should do it. 
because I this is what I've seen my whole life. Muscle. So I just memory. did it or whatever. But yeah. I'm like, and now what we were talking about, I'm like, really? She could have taken it down there. But when you've been taught that or that's been the relationship that you have had all this time, that's not what you're going to do. Another thing that she actually said to me, she told me to not always open the door for my lady because that's another thing my dad taught me. He always opens the door. Car door, house door, store door always opens the door. She said, don't always do that because she has literally been in the car and sat there waiting for him to open the door, not realizing that he wasn't even in the car with her. And has to remind herself, oh shit, I have to open the door for myself. Now that's an extreme example because she's mm. very much spoiled. But it's like, and my dad is very much gentlemanly in that way. But it's like, yeah, if you're taught these things, that becomes a part of who you are. I mean, and so it's normal. Yeah, we're gonna just challenge the whole premise of the question. Let's remove duties, let's remove wifely duties. You are who you are, you are what your parents made you, you are what you took and accepted, and you make the choices that you make. And you're right. gonna have to just deal with the consequences. And now hopefully that's just who she is. And she will definitely find a man who truly appreciates all that motherly shit. You have to be selective. You mm -hmm. Once you learn who you are and you learn the ramifications of who you are and how some people can take advantage of it, you have to be selective. You uh, but really do. I think it sounded, what I got from it, besides my little comment about buying a cow, it was just that, you know, why walk into a situation with your guard up? Like, we're, of course, as a society... I'm pretty sure you've been in some shitty situations where you have to be cognizant and aware of who you're dealing with. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I'm open. You know what I mean? Like, I'm open to be impressed and to be disappointed mm -hmm. or to be, you know what I mean? I think where we get into where we're trying to be risk adverse as if we're investing in stocks and shit. And our time is very precious. I get it. So you definitely don't want to waste it. But when you walk into these circumstances, it's not a one shoe fits all. Mm -hmm. Everybody's different. You know, you really don't know who you're dealing with. Some people right. are master manipulators. Some people are very good at jading their true, um, their true selves from whomever they're courting. So where they say like, you know, you're being your best self. You're presenting your best self when you're just out dating somebody and being on a date where you don't really know somebody until you live with that person. Mm -hmm. I think that's a real thing. And people are finding themselves being married to people that they really don't know. And when we're pushing this concept of marriage in the guise that this person is going to be everything that I want them to be when we get married, I think it's just a false concept. You, If you just now finding out who that person was when you got married and you waited that long to figure out who the fuck they was, maybe you should have been out there buying a fucking cow. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Or whatever that fucking premise is. Maybe you should have been exercising and experimenting a little bit more with this person. Like, how are you say, getting married from somebody you know with the person? How do you know? figure out? But And that's what made me, like, it makes me question a lot of things. Like, what are wifely duties? Because we, I want to I wanna know, I mean, you're not going to know every situation, but those big things, those things that are bound to happen, you kind of want to know how, what the response is going to be. From your mate. If my kitchen sink is fucked up, you have your own house, I have my own house, I need a plumber, dog. Do you have a number? Even if you don't know how to do it, like, 
Well, how are you going to respond in that moment? Are you going to say, oh, that's fucked up and that's the end of my situation for you? How is that going to go? I right. need to know those things. Do you get things. on top of it for me? Do you handle business? I need to know those things. Yeah, so I do want you to perform those. Yeah, it's an audition. We audition. That's what I'm saying. It's like, an audition. If I'm going to say, you know what, you ain't my wife, so um, I ain't even going to bother you with this. It's just, dude. We, you we, never we, know right. how she's going to handle it. Just give me the test. If let me see what's up. I'm a cook, right? Need you you hungry? Like... Yo, let me give you something to eat. Y'all just worked like twelve hours. I'm hungry as hell. If you don't say, not saying I'm holding you to that standard, but if you say, "Yo, I got something to eat over here. I just made X, Y, and Z. Come get a plate." Like you know what I mean? Or I order you something. Or I order you something. Something. To eat. I think that's a nice thing to do. It's not a wife thing to do. It's just a nice thing to do if we're courting each other. We like, like each other. I will never forget it. I remember stuff like that. Is is I just don't want people walking into situations with their defenses up and not really getting to know the person they're dealing with. Don't think that if I'm if I know you're intentionally holding back, I don't really want to get to know the rest. Because you could be holding something back good and something back bad. Either way, I'm gonna find out at that goal line and I'm gonna realize, damn, this was either a big mistake or what a blessing. And we're just under the presumption that these people are such blessings that they can hold back. No, you're shitty. You're probably selfish. You don't don't know. Like, you don't know. I'm just saying, like, you're probably just selfish, and you're probably used to holding back, and you're probably not prepared to really share yourself. Yeah, you're holding back makes me uncomfortable, fam. And it's not with it, just the the concept, the idea of you holding back. Or what about the people getting married so they don't feel like a hoe? It's a thing. It's a thing. You you don't so there are people It's a pocket. <laughs> there are people out here that may have been hoes in their past life that you know, may join a church or something and refrain for like six months on a nigga and then, you know, make the nigga marry her and shit. Just to go out there and realize she should have kept thought in the first place. It's just like, you know, People are in and out of divorces, like Teen Mom, for example. Some of these broads on there have been in and out of relationships and divorces because they are making niggas marry them before, I guess, they're having sex. So now you're just in and out of relationships, in and out of marriages. So instead of having five boyfriends, you got five marriages. I'm not going to keep getting divorced, goddammit. That ain't going to happen for me. (laughs) No, not going to happen. If I'm in it, I'm in it because I'm not going to let it hit my credit that goddamn hard. Okay? You know. No. It's absurd. I think that's ridiculous. I'm just saying. There's a, there's a, there's a market for that. Sure. Um, sure is. But... <laughs> <laughs> Sounds ridiculous, right? Yes, that's stupid. It, it is stupid, but people do that. It's stupid, but a lot of shit is though. Like when you really think about it, this I is like we. The, this was a topic, and now we're here saying, mm, let's challenge the entire fucking idea of it. Like it doesn't. All right, sense. all right. How do y'all feel about wait until marriage? Huh? What? To have uh, sex does. I feel like it's romantic. <laughs> Okay. I feel like it's it's that whimsical. Is, that's romantic. Go ahead. It's Darryl, a whimsical unicorn of a situation. Is How he a unicorn? Feel about it? I feel like. Well, I guess. <laughs> I feel like it can work for some people. I feel like it's not. It's not for me. I feel like people that wait till marriage are people that fucked 
previously and were like, you know what? And it didn't work out. Like, they've been having sex. They had oh, sex yeah, before. Yeah. Why are not compatible? Sexually, like, yeah, that's the thing. So I just feel like... That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm I, not saying I'm risk averse, but, Shorty, if I don't test drive the whip, I'm sorry. I don't care what promise you got at me at the end of the rainbow, Shorty. It can't be much better than what I've been through already. So I don't knock anybody that does it. Like, I it's respect, not a knock, but it's I respect just, everybody's I choices in religious beliefs my and things, wherever that comes from. But I just be wondering, like, fam, like, is this what we're... Because then I'm going to start to think, like, so is this why we get married? Like, this is what we waiting for? If I was a woman, this is like, this is why you asked to marry me so you can hit it? Right. Like... I dig that. Mm. I don't know. I mean, I never entertained it. I mean, if a chick led with that, I would be like, thank you, you're not for me. <laughs> yeah. D- d- don't, <laughs> don't think, because I'm be out here fucking everything and leading up to our well, marriage. Yeah, so I don't even like, know if I'm going to cut all my side bitches What we've said? <laughs> when we do get married. You just think I'm just not, how long are we going to wait to get married? Am I supposed to not have sex at all? Does this mean you're not giving me a hand job, a blow job, anything? I'm just supposed to go curve? Like, what's supposed to happen? Listen, I never believed in nothing that much. <laughs> like, I never believed in nothing that much. And, and, and sex used to be the most important thing to me. I can say with faith that it's not the most important no. thing to me. No more. But you still, still can't hold out. You still can't hold out. It's not going to work. I'm still going to be out here. I'm going to be knocking something down. Unfortunately for you. Anything else? I think we can put a bow in it. <laughs> yeah, we can put a bow in that part, though. Oh, remember, y'all, the word oxymoron <laughs> is in of itself an oxymoron. The Greek word oxy means sharp, and moron means a dog. Oh. Hope we gave you that sharp and that dog today. It was a great conversation. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Thank you to everybody that tuned in on Facebook Live and yes. commented. Yo, and, and, and for everybody that is tuning in on Facebook Live, just know the recording will be released on iCloud, I, I mean iTunes and SoundCloud. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah and yeah, we yeah. also are going to be on, uh, we're starting our YouTube, YouTube page as well. Soon. YouTube's coming. coming. We're on SoundCloud. Soon. We're on iTunes. So please get our subscriptions up. Please, please subscribe. Like and review. Get our plays up. Um, we need we need y'all support. We appreciate y'all for tuning in, taking the time out of your day. You can listen to us in your car. You can watch us on car, YouTube. work, cooking, home, cleaning, whatever. We are for everything. Right. So um thank you for Thanks. tuning in. But um Daryl closes out my bad head. The hood ain't getting better, it's just getting worse. Just stick you up for all your cheddar don't that. I I he did it already, and then we you just started talking. You hit the oxymoron, Sharpie? Yeah, you missed that. All right, peace, y'all. We didn't say peace, 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 peace. 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 Oh, I didn't do the two fingers like a boy. Peace.